0: Hello everyone out there welcome to a wonderful installment of the One Sharp Podcast where I talk about all the Marvel uh, characters, movies, all that good stuff. That information that's just been bubbling over in that pot so I can just, you know, jot that down and give all that information all out to you. Now, I haven't done this one at all in a long time, but I'm going to do a discussion slash like review of this particular uh, six-part series um, about a particular merc with the mouth that uh, gets messed around with and goes on a rampaging killing spree. And this uh, this one in particular is called Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe. Now, as most or many people do know, I'm a huge Deadpool fan. And uh, by reading this, seeing how he does it, is pretty freaking unique i've never seen someone you know get toyed with so much to a point to where he just snaps and just starts killing all the marvel uh heroes and some villains and he does it effectively but um yeah let's let's just dive right into this because uh man he is just brutal just straight up brutal um, the re- uh, was it September 19th of 2013 was the release date for this uh six part series. Um, was made by Colin Bunn and uh Delibor Sorry if I uh uh kind of butchered that last name, usually last names kind of get me. Um, now with this, with how it starts, it's kind of like it okay, the way it starts is just mayhem, and destruction everywhere, and, uh, in the part, in he goes for the Fantastic Four, and this is where it all starts, all being narrated by the Watcher, and then the Watcher just, you know, just kind of dives into what's happening currently, uh, Deadpool goes after the Human Torch, kills him, uh, then the Invisible Woman goes ahead and Finishes the job by blowing up his head, but then forgets to uh, realize that his healing factor kicks in just about as fast as anything on his body blows up. Now, in seeing that, it's pretty freaking clear that this isn't uh, the normal everyday Deadpool that everyone knows or associates with. You know, we all know Deadpool as, you know, that wise talking anti-hero that's gonna save the day but then kill so many people in the process if it sees if he sees fit now going back into this he goes out and kills the invisible woman uh, tells her that he that she made a huge mistake by just you know not finishing the job and just leaving him be when the healing factor kicked in his head grew back and went in for the kill now, the watcher, of course, is still there, and he goes into how it all happens and uh he does so by uh showing that Deadpool's in a jacket, some uh some heroes Wolverine storm uh, a couple others taken to this insane asylum where uh the uh dr Brighton is the head of this facility, and he's the one that works on Deadpool now unbeknownst to Deadpool or anybody else, dr uh Brighton. Is actually a um, being controlled by uh, a, I believe a vi- yeah a villain named Psycho Man, and what Psycho Man does is he gets into people's heads and has them basically do what he wants. Now the first the first huge mistake right there is that you're messing with Deadpool's head. Now we all know Deadpool's origin story where he was you know he was experimenting on he was. Uh, Basically tortured after the healing factor that they injected into his body finally, you know kicked in and For them to mess around with him for so long, you know, you know a screws gonna come loose in this case um, Dr.. Brighton in quotations goes in and does a little shock therapy with Deadpool and um, tries to rewire him right there the that's the that's a huge mistake because uh, he has his two little voices in his head of reason, one logic, one of just sheer lunacy and stupidity. Um, they're being knocked back. They're being, you know, they're they're being wiped out of his mind by this procedure. And this procedure isn't doing any good. It it seems like it's working, but in the long grand scale of things, when it's all said and done. Uh, His two voices of reason are gone. So basically, somehow, effectively, Psycho Man just rewired Deadpool. But uh, not in the way that he would want. He basically brings out the one voice that should never have come out of Deadpool's head at all. And this, this voice in particular just says, just kill them all. And that's what he starts doing. It It's almost as if, like, the innocence was still there, but then it was just kind of inclined with a, a form of, like, rage and hatred of some sort. But, yeah, this voice basically tells him to just to go to town and start killing people. And, of course, Dr. Brighton, um, a.k.a. Psycho Man, is his first victim, where he uh, chokes him out, realizes it's just a uh, a robot, pulls Psycho Man out of said robot, and... um. Basically, he uses him as a stamp for approval of papers. So, just basically smears his, his small, minute body, which I thought he was a robot until I saw the blood, uh, smeared all over this desk, and he's just going to town, and um, the voice is like, well, we got that out of the way, but let's go ahead and kill some more, and he goes on a rampage. Um, one of his unique kills, and uh, he yeah, one of his unique kills is Spider-Man, and you know, Spider-Man and Deadpool have worked together, um, fought, a, fought one another, but this one in, this is for keeps and, um, you know, Spider-Man actually told him throughout this fight that he looked at, he looked up to him because, you know, he spoke his mind. He did what he had to do. Um, and, uh, it looks like Spider-Man is winning because, you know, spider sense and everything. And, um, just when spider mans about to subdue him, pulls out a gun and shoots him and uh finishes him off like you would think his spider sense would kick in but deadpool was quick on the draw which one of his unique skills is he's very quick on the draw um another unique kill that he uh does is the avengers um he uses well he finds ant-man kills him and uses his helmet to shrink Um, a large, large lump sum of, uh, explosives, which, you know, I thought was actually really impressive because, you know, you have, you have a a room of super powered beings or people with unique traits and abilities, um, all in one room and you'd think they would pick up on that, but the fact that they've been, you know, all these, these explosives have been shrunk, um, when Deadpool triggers his trap, it it takes pretty much everyone out, except for Wolverine, who was there, and we all know what happens if he, you know, if he gets caught up in an explosion, or gets uh, mowed down. Which there is a uh, another comic book series where Wolverine fights the Punisher, and the Punisher just does him dirty, um, but he sets off the explosives. Everyone's basically wiped away, except for maybe two or three. Uh, the first one in particular is, of course, Luke Cage, who emerges uh, emerges from the rubble and starts to go after Deadpool, but then triggers his second trap, which is the explosives that he put in his coffee, which... I mean, honestly, who would think of, think of doing that, you know? The only other way to go up against Luke Cage is matching his strength, and it wouldn't be the Hulk because they've actually been in a draw, only due to the fact that you know Luke Cage can take a punch and the Hulk can also take a punch, but also dish it out. So it, he detonates these explosives; he's down. Then uh, Thor comes in, and he's about to take him down with uh, his hammer, Mjolnir. And uh Deadpool also finds a way around that and uses the helmet to um enlarge his hammer and basically basically uses it to crush Thor. I mean Deadpool like I said Deadpool's becoming very unique with his kills and this voice this new voice in his head is either being helpful with those kills or it's just that part of him that just you know brings it out which is insane. And Speaking of the Hulk, he goes after the Hulk. Yeah. He apparently has a pair of super brass balls to go up against the raging uh raging monster known as the Hulk. But um the Hulk does him dirty and rips him apart, throws him, you know, to the side, finds a cave so he can be left alone, and he transforms back to Bruce Banner. And uh as we all know, that's that's one of his many faults, his his faults, follies. And uh Deadpool beheads the Hulk. Or David Banner. Whichever one you want to go with. Uh, it was a it was a quick kill. It was a really quick kill. And the fact that, you know, Deadpool was willing to wait for him to transform back. Yeah, that oof. Oof. Now, um the story then progresses and leads into him going up and killing the X-Men. Which he does rather effectively. He captures Katie Pride in uh a uh, glass box that he has suspended in in the uh, in the air and all she's doing is just you know phasing through so many you know images she can't get out so she's basically stuck and there's just no way she just can't get out but um, there's one part where Cyclops and a few other X-Men are in this room and, um, just when you think they're making some ledge, you know, some, some leeway into all of this, uh, Deadpool shoots like this, uh, orb on, you know, on Cyclops' head and thinking it's, you know, choking him out. He tries to, you know, blow it up with his optic blast, which the orb around his head actually amplifies and basically uses uh, his blast almost like a a disco ball but this disco ball is deadly and uh, takes out quite a few of them right there Um, he gets a few others and dips them in acid and they're pretty much they're gone and uh, the one person that brought them all there of course is Professor X which he was uh, able to uh, have as a hostage and when Professor X, you know, saw the X-Men basically get decimated, except for Wolverine getting to him because his killing in particular is really, really, really brutal. Um, he, they, um, he uses his, his telekinesis to uh, go into Deadpool's mind. Right there, huge mistake. I understand he's the most uh, powerful mutant when it comes to using telekinesis or any type of, you know, mental power. But when you're diving into the mind of a person that has been tortured and mentally manipulated so many times, it's pretty much like walking into what I would say uh, Burning Man, but... Everyone's dressed up as every other Mad Max character you can think of and um everything's on fire. Everything's on fire. Yeah. Which leaves Professor X after that entire thing uh brain dead. So he's done. There's you know, he stabbed him once in the leg to get him to you know, some of the X-Men did that. Yeah, no, they're all gone. And um Yeah, moves on, which Wolverine finally comes back into play. You know, as I said, he's basic, Wolverine's basically been through just about everything. He's been ripped apart by the Hulk and everything else. He can regenerate from just about anything. There's a uh, homicidal bomber that basically uh, blew up Wolverine, uh, healed back up, and went after the guy and just finished the job. Didn't kill him, just knocked him out. Um, in this particular, Wolverine finds out that the X-Men are, have been decimated by Deadpool, and he's on a hunt to find Deadpool, so he finally catches up with him, and he sees that he's wearing uh, some type of fur, well, yeah, he killed the Beast, and uh, he skinned the Beast, I mean, that's just not right, you know, the Beast has, he's a smart son of a gun, okay, why would you do that, but it's Deadpool, I mean, you. Yeah, when he gets like that, it's almost like trying to stop an artist from painting a a picture of any kind. You just can't stop that unless you just take away the paints. But yeah, Wolverine goes toe to toe with Deadpool, and Deadpool pulls out this sword. Um, and it's a unique sword, and um, you know Wolverine's healing factor. This sword's made out of a unique metal called carbonadium. Now from what I've looked into with this carbonadium is a unique metal that uh throws any person's healing factor out of whack. So when Wolverine gets stabbed and then basically gets his stomach his his stomach cut open, um his healing factor doesn't kick in cuz the carbonadium just negates that fully. And um now, Wolverine's there, left just to bleed out, but no, he doesn't bleed out, because then Deadpool cuts off his head. And as we all know, his healing factor is composed within his brain, and if that's, said, and if that's gone, then he can't regenerate. No matter how hard you try or think that it's going to be, it's, yeah, no. Well, with everything happening, with all the heroes and villains that are he's taking out, one being the Punisher, um, took care of him with a bullet in the head taskmasters finally gets gets thrown in the fray and he's going in and he sees what he's doing so he doesn't like it and um, if most people do uh, know about taskmaster is he has the ability to um, impersonate or reenact any any body movement so he can go toe-to-toe with like the best mar- martial artists in the world and hold his own. Um, and that's that's what Taskmaster does. He meets up with Deadpool and they go at it. And um they're they're toe and toe, they're neck and neck, they're basically uh, you know, on par with one another. It's just the one thing that um Taskmaster didn't realize is um the creature known as uh who was it man thing? Yes, yes, man thing. Man, thing comes out of nowhere, and apparently he has a touch that uh, it ignites anything. He can sp- have anything burst into flames just by his touch, and gets Taskmaster, grabs him by the head, and he's basically gone. And um, when all that's said and done, basically everyone's gone. Uh, Deadpool then opens up this dimension by you using- sacrificing Man Thing, and goes into this world where, um, he realizes that he is with the production crew of this comic, so he's in the room where everyone is working on, you know, panels and, uh, paint, all that, he's there to continue or finish the job, and, um, you know, gun, sword, drawn, he goes in and starts killing the cat, or the the production crew for this comic, I mean after reading all that and seeing what he could do it was pretty, I was actually drawn in. I mean, the overall uh, thought process of, you know, taking something near and dear to him and then going back and then taking this one voice that basically tells him you know, you just got to get rid of all of them. It's just, you know, that person's no good. And that person's no good. And, you know, apparently people like to poke in your head. So let's poke back, but let's poke back to a point where they don't get back up. And that's what was cool about this entire thing, because seeing that and um, how they did it, and how they even got the production crew into the, the comic itself, was just unique. And um I was and I was hoping to see more of this, and of course, I did when they brought back uh, Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe again. Yes, it's a another six parter. Um, I believe I finished reading that a little while ago. But it's always a uh, good thing to go back and read that one in particular. Uh, love this book, by the way. Um, really, really intriguing. If I were to give this a rating, I would give it out of out of ten. Um, I would give it hmm, eight chimichangas next to enough C four to blow up a two well story building. Yeah, that's uh that's pretty extreme. It's delicious and deadly. Um, yeah, I'll give it an eight out of ten. Because I mean it's Deadpool, but he's going up against pretty much everyone. And he defeats everyone. Um Yeah. If you're really into, you know, seeing what Deadpool can really do in this particular book, I've only skimmed through one of the, you know, more of the uh unique kills. But I didn't go into like full, you know, everything about what he does, and you know, if if you give this a chance or a try, and you give it a a, a read, um, definitely go into the second installment of this because that's just as how as uh brutal as the first one. Um, but with all that being said, everyone, this is uh the One Sharp Podcast with my slight discussion and review of. Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe, and boy howdy does he do it and he does it with flair and style and charisma if charisma had a heartbeat pretty pretty yeah um <laughs> so with all that being said uh everyone you you have yourself a wonderful time and I um uh, hope to I hope to see you soon. Or hear from you. Okay, that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go with that. So, yeah. I will, you know, I'll talk to all you guys later. Excelsior.